0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com
1: and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about them, Cowboys? Yeah!
2: Well, if you're hearing a sound of... That's because the Cowboys Nation, there's a big sigh of relief going on here. Monday night, it's finally done, guys. This is a done deal. We're here to talk about it. I got Rob Phillips, David Hellman, Nick Eatman, and guess what? Dak Prescott, and this finally has a new contract. It's not officially signed yet. Close enough, though. (laughs) Guys, doesn't matter what. We knew it wasn't going to happen in the middle of the day, we knew it was going to be sometime at night. Here we are, right before the deadline. I'll start with you. Rob, I'll start with you. You you, you wrote the story. Thoughts thoughts on the deal? Finally, glad it's over. You said thank God earlier.
0: Yes, yeah, this is the Thank God podcast. I think that's what <laughs> I said before we went on. Everybody wins. Everybody wins tonight. The Cowboys win. Dak Prescott obviously wins. The fans win. Who are on board with getting Dak re-signed? I think we win. We don't have to speculate about this anymore. I did the blitz hit on Friday, and I feel like I've reached a point, I think we've all reached a point with this conversation, where you're just rehearsing what you know, and and there really wasn't anything left to talk about except getting the deal done, and I think when it came right down to it, it was time. It was the right time for both sides to finish this out, you know, Dak, clearly, every player wants long-term security. You can talk about what he could earn on the tag this year and then potentially next year, but... He gets long-term security now. He's earned that without question the way he's played for five years. And the Cowboys get precious cap relief through this deal to try to get something done when the new league year begins next week and free agency gets going.
2: Yeah, Dave, let's talk a little bit more about – I mean, we can talk in a second about all the numbers that we know that's being reported, but I'll get your overall thoughts on on the deal being done as well.
1: I don't even know where to start, you guys. I mean – I mean this isn't this isn't the first big deal that we've covered over the years. It won't be the last, but in my decade covering the team, it's easily the one that's drawn on for the longest. I mean, you think you think back, okay, you know, Amari Cooper got a big deal last year. That was That was maybe a year in the making. Zeke's big deal came kind of came out of nowhere. Like nobody was really expecting him to hold out the way that he did. DeMarcus Lawrence, it came toward the end of his rookie deal. The point being is like this is typically like a, I don't know, a six to eight month ordeal. And with Dak Prescott, man, it's been it's been literally two years i'm not exaggerating like from the time on and off from the time he finished the third year of his career until tonight we've been wondering if or when this might get done and sometimes you felt optimistic and sometimes you didn't honestly i sure as hell didn't think it was going to happen before before the deadline if you want me to be honest about it and and here we are and it, it it's great for the Cowboys. It's great. It's obviously great for Dak and his family, and holy cow, I'm just, A, I'm happy it happened. B, I'm happy we can stop talking about it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a weight off of everybody's shoulders, if I had to guess.
2: And All right. It, and, a lot of, it, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead.
0: Well, and the other thing, too, is just how abruptly it happened, you know? And, and like, <laughs> I, I can't recall a deal with the Cowboys involved, much less – When's the last time a deal of this magnitude in terms of dollars happened in any major American sport? And it really wasn't – it didn't break early, you know? No. Yeah. And, and I, I asked I, – I was asking around earlier just how quickly this came together and was it the last few days? Was it just today? And I was told, you know, a little bit of both. And clearly today was – they really picked up steam. And, and Stephen Jones has said this before – you know, when you can build a little bit of momentum um, in these talks, sometimes within a few hours they're done. And and I know. I, I, and the thing about it is, like, there's been so much skepticism over this. Dave mentioned that. You know, you kind of reach a point where, well, you, we got to see it to believe it. I think we almost kind of forgot that they have made progress in two years, off and on. Not enough to get it done, but enough to. Uh, by the time they got talking again this off-season, I never felt like ultimately it would take that much time to get it done the, the bones of this thing probably have been in place at least based on certain offers in the past and they finally just kind of figured it out and it, obviously it's good enough for both parties
2: Alright, before I'm going to tell a quick story about today before we do that, I, mean, our, I, I want you guys to kind of also be thinking about this, too. A lot of different numbers are being thrown around. You can skin this cat so many ways. So I want you guys to kind of think, what number stands out the most to you when you think about it. I mean, there's a lot of ways to say it. So just be thinking of that. If you already have it, that's fine. But I'm going to tell this quick story about today. So we were told that Dak was going to be in our studio downstairs to shoot a quick PSA. So... I'm like, well, I'm going to go down there. I mean, like, we, I felt like there would be more blocking than Daryl Johnston to, to make sure I didn't talk to him. But <laughs> he walked down there by himself, shockingly. And he said, happy to be on two feet, excited about it. When he came out, I said, hey, I'm not doing my job if I don't at least try to talk to you, ask you to do interview something. How's the rehab, contract, whatever. He said, no, I can't really do that right now. But he talked a little bit, and he said, I ain't going anywhere. I'm going to be a cowboy for life. And I was like, are you feeling good, doing good? And he kind of did a little dance and all that. So he, he was he was good. And you just got the sense. I told Rob, you just get the sense something's happening here. You know, and just, and lo and behold, you know, here, here we are. I didn't think it was going to happen today. And what did but, I say? You know, I was yeah. like,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> you, yeah, you've maybe. <laughs> been,
2: you've been, I'll, I'll see it. You know, I'll believe it when I see it type approach for two years. And why not? It's been two years. So, all right. I'm going to start with you, Rob. Give me a number, and we'll break this thing down in just a second, but give me a number that you, that you like the most or it's interesting the most about this deal.
0: Oh, well, I mean, the reports, and again, the Cowboys haven't released the numbers on this, right. but, but they're leaking out in the media, and, and, and we'll learn more about it as we go, but the reports are $66 million signing bonus. That is uh, a league record apparently and it just speaks to it it speaks to the the magnitude of a of a quarterback a star quarterback contract in this league and it does remind you of how difficult these negotiations can get when you're talking about this much money uh, when you you know because the the length of the deal has been considered long considered the holdup but i'm I'm sure guaranteed money has been a big part of this thing too so uh, right off the top, that one stood out
2: to me the most. Dave, what, what what numbers when you're when you're looking at what's being reported, what numbers do you kind of think uh, kind of stand? out
1: Oh, absolutely, here? it it's easy to me, and you can call it a win for Dak. It it seems like a win for Dak to me because he's going to get free agency again when he's 31 years old, and he'll be able to do all this all over again, but. In my experience, again, you know, I've been here since 2013. When the Cowboys do these types of deals, we're talking five, six, seven, eight. In some cases, you know, like, you know, with Tyron Smith, he signs an eight year extension while he's still got two years on his deal. You're talking 10 years. This is not the case with Dak. He's going to be free to go again in four. And I know, you know, maybe the Cowboys probably wouldn't prefer that. But I think it creates some flexibility. The the stat I saw is that, you know, his deal averages 42 million per year over the first 3 years of the deal, which is understandably a lot of money, but it also means you're going to be out from under this thing really quickly. Yeah, and you know, we all think it's going to be great. I I obviously think the world of Dak, but even if he's not as amazing as you think, one way or another, you're going to be able to get away from this quickly. You know, I, I just wrote about Ezekiel Elliott's deal earlier, late last week. Excuse me. It's you, you know you're two seasons removed away from being able to get done with that deal because of the length of it. With Dak, that's clearly not the case. And and I I honestly think it's refreshing that you have that flexibility. That okay, if it's great, it's great, and if it's not. We're still going to be able to get out from underneath it, so it's obviously a win from Dak. He'll be able to hit free agency very quickly while he's still young. But I think it's a win for the Cowboys too because even if this thing doesn't go well, they will still have flexibility to remanage their situation again in you know three years. And I, I it's unique. It's unique because these deals that we've seen over the last decade or so are so long, and this is not that.
2: This is this is why I think it's, it's a it's a big win for Cowboy fans. Because Cowboy fans obviously want to win right now. They're thinking about right now. It's rare to have a situation where you sign a player to a mega deal like this, and his cap charge is actually significantly lower yeah. this year. Because last year he was counting, what, 31-3? Is that what it was, that with the salary yep. cap? Yep. I mean, that's what the 31 uh, and, yeah. and 30, uh, 31-4. And there was a chance it could be about thirty eight if they didn't get a deal done and, and he was playing on a tag. Now his cap charge is going to be twenty two two. and that you know that's significant when you're thinking of what did he play for last year? You're saving nine million dollars or so on the cap to maybe go get somebody else or re-sign some players or whatever. So that's that's why I think is a win is that they were able to get this done. And you said four years, Dave, and you're right about that, it will be a four year, but they were able to make it a six right, year yeah. deal that will void down yeah. to four, and that's what spreads it down. So uh, we can go over some of those numbers though. You know, it's he's gonna get seventy five million in the first year. It's about sixty-six signing bonus, nine in the base salary. I mean, that's it's like 122 million over the first three years. I mean, it's it, like you said, a lot of stuff
1: which, and on. I just I think it's important. I mean, and Nick, you said it at the beginning: is you know, there's there's more than one ways to skin a cat, but like to get that money out of the way quickly. I think is important because it gives you flexibility later. Like sometimes you see these long deals where a player gets signed for six, seven, eight years, and it's like, yeah, we can cut him, but it's going to hit us for forty million dollars five years from now. I don't think this is that situation. I think, and again, I think you know we all think Dak's going to play well, but even if he doesn't, I think this gives you the ability to get away if you need to. And I like I said, I think it's unique. I think it's refreshing and. You know, I we'll see how the whole deal plays out. But for those of you Cowboy fans, and I know there are a lot of you that don't live in the Texas area, maybe you live in Pennsylvania, the Cowboys are going to pay Dak Prescott less money on the cap to play quarterback for them this year than the Eagles are going to pay Carson Wentz to play for the Colts. Carson Wentz is counting $30 million toward the cap to play for somebody else this year
0: and that's why
1: it's amazing yeah and,
0: and, and, and that's why all this talk about quarterback wow. movement like to me that's not that's not a trend because for that reason because you can't this isn't the nba the, the way the salary cap is structured you can't move around contracts like that without major implications down the road that year and down the road and, and that's why I, I just don't see that happening that's why the Cowboys wanted to get the deal done with their quarterback, you know, instead of having to all these other rumors about something they might, else they might be involved in or, you know, rumors about other quarterbacks that could be available and all that. They wanted to get this deal done. And actually, Nick, I want to change my answer because what you said about the money they save, that's the big one for me, like 15-plus million under the cap this year. That's why the timing for this deal was it. It was now. Because, and to me, it says you had two sides, both sides pulling in the right direction. Like, Dak wants to be here, wants to be the franchise quarterback, and I'm sure he recognizes, and, and I, it sounds like you know, we'll get to talk to him on Wednesday, he recognizes, look, to get this thing done, to help the Cowboys out in a crazy right. year with the pandemic, the salary cap dropping by $20, 25000000 less than it would have been in a normal year, this allows them an opportunity to get number one, get under the cap. Number two, uh, a little more flexibility to hopefully do something to further upgrade the
2: roster when things get going next week in free agency. That's a good point, Rob, and that's that to me is the one of the answers of, because it's easy for fans to say well, what took so long? That right there is one of the reasons why, in my opinion, of kind of why it took so long. They don't even know what the salary cap is right now. you know, So they, they had to get creative, and, and that's when I found out it was a six-year deal that voids the four, then I was I was happy about that because that showed me that, like you said, they're working together. That doesn't want to just take up all of the salary cap and and then not have anyone to block for him. I mean, he wants to have a, he wants his thing to, to have some success. So uh, that that and, I think is a really big deal. And you saw him today, like
0: he's been rehabbing at the Star. Yeah, uh, that rehab is going very well. Like they've believed it would and there's just been no indication that there's this animosity it just hasn't gotten done and it was time to get it done it was i mean it just honestly it was time to get it done for both sides which
1: i do think that's that's interesting and important like for for a deal of this size that took this long and we can all attest to just how long it took it never seemed like it got overly contentious Like, you know, I mean, Nick, you saw Dak today and obviously he probably knew it was about to happen. But even still, like during this whole time frame, it never seemed overly acrimonious. Like these two sides were just sniping at each other. Even honestly, as short as it was when Demarcus Lawrence was negotiating his deal, it seemed like there was more uncertainty and more sort of. Acid, for lack of a better word, about like, well, is this well, going to happen? And I never got that from this.
2: Well, and that one of the reasons is uh, did did Todd France talk much to the media? I don't. <laughs> I've never that. no I think no. Because D Law fair. Did, that's and that, totally that was, fair. Totally yeah, fair. That that was part of it. But also another point too is you remember that day where Dak Prescott was walking around here and he was really mad and pissed no. off? I don't either. You know I that doesn't happen. I mean, that's not the way he is. And that's why these people love him. I mean, everybody here loves this guy. And, you know, and and I think the Cowboys were the, were the same way. And that's maybe one of the reasons why they never really got down because, you know, they they figured it was always going to happen.
0: It was I I do think I do think there was some genuine disappointment probably on both sides in July because yeah. and it was just it, I think for us too. It, it was almost shock because How many times does it happen where the Cowboys want something done and it doesn't get done? That that just doesn't happen very often for them. And Dak had gotten on the phone with Steven, uh, I think, that day of the deadline trying to get something done didn't happen. Um, But, yeah, I don't think it ever got, you know, really, really contentious. And there's also been so many weird things around this team in the league with, with the pandemic, with the CBA and, uh, again, you know, they were just able to roll up their sleeves and get it done at a, at a critical point in the off-season.
2: Well, two things, in my opinion, two things have ended today. Number one, of course, is this two-year negotiation and speculation that this was ever going to happen. But another thing that ended, in, in, in my opinion, of course, is um, that – that awesome story of the fourth year, you know, draft pick, compensatory pick that comes in and leads this team and look what he's doing. He's playing on the cheap and all that. He's the leader. Okay. Now that's over and and that's fine. That's what he wants. That's over. Now the goal is with this contract, the expectation of course, with this franchise is to go win, win championships. I mean, you, I don't think he would disagree with that. How do you guys think he will handle that?
1: You want to take that first Robbie or me? take it. I just I I mean and and I agree with you for whatever it's worth. Like that narrative can be put to bed, but I think I think it's been in bed for a long time if you want me to be honest with you because even if he didn't get the payday, he played on the tag last year. He did this whole song and dance yeah. last year. He did this whole song and dance the off season before that. Again, even even if he didn't get the money, It's literally been two years since the report first leaked. Oh, Dak wants $40 million a year, and everybody in the world lost their damn minds. And so (laughs) Dak has been playing under the scrutiny of like, yeah, he's great, but how much is he worth for at least two years at this point? And I can hear hear people being mad right now. I know – you know, they didn't make that they were they were terrible last year when he got hurt. They didn't make the playoffs the year before that. But man, I don't I don't know. Go go watch the tape as other Cowboy players like to say. Um my man's good at quarterback. Like he's he's damn good and I know that he's very confident in himself and honestly, if you're asking me to give you a reason why you should feel optimistic about Dak Prescott, like I I've never been around a person with more self-belief than Dak Prescott. Uh, And, I mean, that's just me talking. Like, that's just my own experience. But he's got a way about him. Like, right before we logged on to this show, you know, just looking through Instagram and Twitter, like the number of players that are posting about it. Randall Cobb, this, this spoke volumes to me. Randall Cobb, who played one year with Dak, Said he's one of the best teammates I've ever had. He deserves everything he's got coming to him. You know, obviously nobody knows if he's going to deliver the Cowboys their next championship, but he's got everything you want in a quarterback who would. Uh, And so, I mean, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've covered the guy's entire career, but I think it's good for the Cowboys to have him under contract. I think it's good to get this conversation out of the way and if there's ever been a guy who's not gonna you know shy away from that type of limelight i think it's zach prescott
0: you know when he uh when he had that awful ankle injury in october i remember zach martin saying after the game he's he's the heart and soul of the team and that wasn't lip service because all the guys feel that way and and that's a big part of you know, it's one thing to be the, the best player on the team or the most important position on the team, but if you're the leader of the team at that position, that makes, to me, that makes your value, it, 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 it puts the value of the contract in perspective. And, and it, it, to me, it makes it all worth it. And Dak is all those things. And, and I think, you know, he's, he's had pressure already. I mean, he played, like you mentioned, Nick, he, he had a $31 million contract last year. So it wasn't like he's been playing. You know, I think 2019 was a two million dollar base salary, that went away last year before he got hurt. So he's, he, to a certain extent, he's already been through that. Um, but yeah, he's, he's in it to win big. I mean, that that's what he expects out of himself. Uh, I remember one of one of his first couple years in the league, he had Tom Brady's book in his locker. You know, I mean, that's that's where he's trying to go, and and the Cowboys to get there, it's. It's going to take building an entire team around him, no question about that. But I just, I mean, I just, Dave mentioned his self-belief. I remember the first interview he ever gave at minicamp in 2016. And I remember he was, ta- he talked about pushing Tony Romo. And I remember thinking, I've never heard anybody say that, you know, as long as Tony's been around. And Tony got hurt, and I'll be damned if, you know, he didn't take the opportunity and run with it, and look where we are now. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, and the amazing part about that is, when he said that, I'm not sure he was ahead of Jamil Showers on the depth nope. chart at the time. No, you know, I mean that's his thing. He he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't come out here and 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 play that great to start with. And you know, it, when the lights came on, you know, everyone has their Dak moment. And, and you know, I think at Los Angeles, you know, when he went in in that first preseason game, and it was just like, you know, hey, I got this. Or, or even Seattle a couple of weeks later in the preseason. I mean, he's always kind of – he's always been a gamer. He's always been, to me, a really outstanding football player, you know, and, and first and foremost that plays quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a, good, a great quarterback, but he's a football player. And, um, you know, I, I'll never forget the Denver game when they got their ass kicked up in, in, in Denver. And he's over there fighting to the end, throwing a pick, but, but chasing guys down, diving. You know what I mean? That's when you know that, okay, this guy, you know, someone told me just the other day, you put a foxhole down there and put Dak Prescott in it you'd have the whole team down there with them and I think that speaks volumes for kind of where they are I uh
1: you know I have a vivid memory uh, like not to not to whatever humble brag or whatever but like we went to Starkville a few years ago and did that documentary about Dak I remember Dan Mullen was the coach of Mississippi State at the time and he told us a story about how Dak Prescott showed up in the weight room in Starkville, Mississippi at an SEC program as a under-recruited freshman from Louisiana, probably should have been at LSU, but that's, you know, we don't have to get into that right now, but he had the whole weight room buying into him like a week into getting there. I mean, like that, that's rare. And I, and I know, you know, people just want to see results on the field, but that stuff matters man getting people to buy into you and believe in you as the quarterback of a team of a franchise that's maybe it's not as important as actually playing well on the field but it's it's right up there it's absolutely as important I and yeah I mean pick 135 not only was Ezekiel Elliott you know obviously everybody wanted to talk to Zeke when they got drafted Everybody wanted to talk to Jalen Smith because he was this great story because coming off this injury. Rico Gathers had more reporters at his locker at rookie minicamp. More people wanted to talk to Rico Gathers than Dak Prescott. And here we are, you know, five, six years later. It's just well, it's awesome.
0: And, and you talk about, like, he was under-recruited, heavily under-recruited. He knows exactly who was drafted ahead of him at the quarterback position in 2016. He could probably recite all the names in order. Um,
2: he's, he, can't, he, he can't tell you what team they play for because most of yeah, parties.
0: they're all gone. He's the only he's <laughs> the only one left on his original team. But that's my point: is that like all those things, I, he don't have to worry about his motivation. And now he's got, you know, a you know, serious injury that he's on the way back from, well on the way back from, that's also motivation. Like, that's, you know, the great players feed off stuff like that. I think he's one of those guys. And I think, you know, the Cowboys, there's all this talk about what you have to pay Dak and how much has he accomplished to this point. When you sign a guy to this magnitude, it's it's not necessarily – who he is now compared to the top, top quarterbacks in the league, the guys that are going to be in the Hall of Fame that are still playing, it's what you think he can be. And I think the Cowboys, you know, it's representative of what they think he can still grow into. He doesn't turn 28 until July. There's still time for him to grow as a player, and that's one reason why they were comfortable getting this
2: done. You know, let's let's remember this when we talking about the numbers. And I said one of the things I'm, I was excited about the most was the twenty two point two million dollar cap charge this year. Uh, obviously, it's a forty million per year contract. So that mean, that being said, if you're eighteen down this year, at some point you're going to be eighteen over. So you know, and, and they're worried. You know, they'll get TV contracts, and the cap will will go up, and and the. the they know how to kind of work that a little bit, but but I, I still I, I just harp on the fact that you know it's it's just rare to get a guy locked up like this on a deal this big and still lower his cap charge by nine million from last year and maybe fifteen for what it could have been. But I mean he never played on the thirty eight, so it's hard to say that. But, but he played on the thirty one, and he was he was good until he got hurt for sure. I. Now, now you know you're at twenty. I do, and uh, and you have a
1: chance. To no, I'm I'm sorry. I, I think that's really smart, though, Nick, because and I don't know the details of all of this. I don't know if anybody does. Like as we record this right now, they're still weighing, you know, extending the franchise tag deadline because we still don't actually know what the salary cap is. So like, it, there's a lot of moving parts. But tell me, Jerry Jones doesn't know. Oh, we're gonna front load this bad boy because the TV deals are coming in the next year or two, and literally, who's gonna be surprised? You know, not to not to diminish COVID nineteen, but like people are getting vaccinated, it's starting to feel like normalcy is on the other. You know, it's it's around the corner if it's not right here right now, but it's coming. The TV deals you just knocked on yeah, wood. I mean, knock yeah. on all of the wood. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Rob. But like it. It feels it feels close, and we know these TV yeah. deals are getting negotiated right now. So who's to say, like, 12 months from now, this deal might look like a damn bargain. And I'm not going to be surprised if it does when you consider Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, whichever other quarterbacks are still coming. Like, when those guys come up for deals and there's new TV money coming into the league – all bets are gonna be off. And that's why Dak wanted a short deal. But the Cowboys might as well take advantage of all that. They're gonna take these big cap hits for a year or two. And in a year, maybe two, they're gonna feel really good that they did this. I'm I'm very confident and of that.
0: Yeah, and he'll be he'll be 31 at the end of this deal, right? I believe. Yeah. So it's it's a he's would still be in the in riding his prime. And, you know, if, if, if the deal works out the way the Cowboys think it will, they'll gladly go back to the negotiating table. I mean, that's why there,
2: there's a comfort level now in, in finally getting this thing done. You know, Cowboy fans and, and this NFL fans might be kind of confused tomorrow or freaked out or whatever. If they see a headline, they probably will, that says the Cowboys have put, placed the franchise tag on Dak Prescott it's really just going to be to cover themselves if they end up doing that just uh, as a procedural thing Uh, just because the deal hasn't been signed and won't be signed so if they miss the if there is a deadline tomorrow and they miss it and don't sign them who's to say the Cowboys wouldn't go shop this deal Um, that really wouldn't be good faith but you, you probably will see them just put the tag on them just to cover themselves
0: so what a day <laughs> what, a, what a day. What a what a 2 years.
2: Yeah. I'm what just glad that? we have
0: I'm just glad we have actual news. I was thinking about the last 4 or 5 weeks. Like there has been no news around the, this team. Yeah. I mean, it, like the biggest news we've had is oh, the college pro day schedules coming out. You know, like wow, <laughs> like it's yeah, it's nice to have some news and some news that we've been waiting on, right?
2: Well, I, I had I had my thoughts on who might break this story, but you're right, Scott Agolnick, the Cowboys PR guy, was not the one that I had <laughs> uh, pegged up there to 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 break.
1: I'm so happy to be wrong. Obviously, like I'm I'm ecstatic that this is done.
2: I've never heard that on one of our podcasts
1: before. I just, I would have bet, I would have bet my life that they, that we were going to hit the deadline with no deal, and that's, you know, it's probably why I scheduled a date for tonight. And, yeah. yeah,
2: you know. Well,
0: are we breaking some more news? No. We, yeah, we what? can talk about that no, if we, we want. I mean, but, there's I mean, nothing uh, to talk
1: about. It went, it went well. Uh, she was, she was
2: super un clearly you're at home right now at eight she was very under she was very
1: understanding of the fact that i had places to be but whole i mean Uh, we joke like we if you're if you don't work in this industry maybe you don't understand but like we joke all the time that the minute you try to make plans that's when that's when it's going to go down and it was proven right once again this evening.
0: <laughs> Chris, can we clip that off? Yeah, make just that a cut that bites?
1: off, and we can make that a we can make that a cow bites for sure.
2: All right, well, guys, I, as my iPad says, five percent battery. It's a good time to maybe get out of this thing. But I mean, we've covered it. And this is this is uh, this is awesome. This is this is great news for the Cowboys, and I think Rob, you said it best. This is a win for everybody. It really does. I mean, Dak clearly, he's got sixty-six million dollars uh, <laughs> when, when he signs, you know. But a win for the Cowboys, though, that that it worked out. And I think a win for Cowboy fans and a win for us that we can we can finally move on and talk about other things and not have every story we write with to say oh cool cool story on Connor Mcgovern signed Dak you know so agreed agreed <laughs> get out of my mentions exactly. all right <laughs> all right well I appreciate it. Chris for Chris Beam and William Boykins so working at home doing some great stuff uh, we really appreciate that Rob Phillips David Helman I'm Nick Eatman we'll see you next time on DallasCowboys.com.